Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Steph. Justice is coming, and boy, is she pissed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a version of, I I just flew in, and my arms are tired. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, you, uh, this is what, this is why I have you on Friday, to just calm me down down. from the whole week. (laughs) You tweeted, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. The Supreme Court will not make the judiciary a second-class branch of government by ruling that a president can commit any and all crimes, including against SCOTUS, with complete immunity against prosecution ain't going to happen. I, as a layperson, even this Supreme Court, I, I, I agree with you. Especially this Supreme Court, because don't they love their supreme status? Don't they love being above the law, beyond the reach of ethics, um, really more than I think any other Supreme Court. And the last thing they're going to do is declare that a president can commit any crime, including imprisoning Supreme Court justices, with Mm -hmm. absolute immunity because... Even the ones that deserve it, like Clarence Thomas? Okay, sorry. (laughs) One of the things they'll be doing is, one, giving away all their power, and two, announcing to Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. you are free to commit any and all crimes you want to try to unlawfully retain the power of the presidency. And listen, I don't want to turn this into a parody, but if you have two presidents, Trump and Biden, and both of them have free reign to violate any and all laws with impunity, if you're going to have a dictator, I'd rather have a benevolent dictator than an evil dictator. Now, these are stupid discussions to be having, but Donald Trump has put us in this yeah. stupid place. No, I said literally it would be that Trump can sh- or Biden can shoot Trump on Fifth yeah, Avenue, right. and it's okay. If that's that's the way they rule. So That's not America, and the Supreme Court will not rule that way. Yeah, I agree with you. Glenn, I'm curious where you come down. We were just, we played a soundbite, you know, going into you, and, you know, we're in this nightmare scenario, this race against the clock, and God forbid the, you yeah. know, at least possibility that Trump could become president and make all this go away, and that we're at this time frame. Where are you on the the Garland thing? Because I know we were saying our friend AG and your friend from Mueller, she wrote, you know, has been talking about how, you know, um, what's the legal term? 
blocked. Right. Yeah. Garland was by, you know, some Trump appointees back in the beginning. And, you know, but I, I, I but I also hear the reasoning he should have appointed, you know, Smith sooner. I mean, I, I where do you come down on that, that, that we're in this time crunch we're in now? Yeah, I, well, first of all, I, I'm glad we have Jack Smith because he is going as hard as a prosecutor can yeah. possibly go. And I, I so appreciate that. He's really fighting to save our democracy. Uh, Merrick Garland, not so much. For whatever reason, I think he's decided, um, this is my kind of informed speculation, that you know there's this misguided sense that we have to preserve the integrity and reputation of the Department of Justice yeah. by not doing anything that anybody could claim is political. What you're doing is you're catering yeah, to the like people the who would misuse that argument that it's political. Yeah. And he's letting, let's be real here, he's letting statute of limitation after statute of limitation. Those are the deadlines for bringing criminal charges. He's letting them expire one after another after another for the crimes that Donald Trump committed while in office. That's a recipe for disaster. He hasn't met the urgency of the moment. I don't believe it is born of nefariousness or affiliation with the Federalist Society. I believe it is a misguided sense of trying to keep the the DOJ above a fray when DOJ should be in that dang fray with both gloves off. That's right. Knocking the crap out of these. Well, right. It's as I just said, I feel like he's overcorrected for Trump's politicization of the Department of Justice. Put it more eloquently and succinctly than I did. Overcorrected. No one wants to hear from me during this segment. (laughs) Glenn. Um, but, you know, this is what I mean when we mention the Supreme Court. It just all of this stuff. We've never been through this with any president, with any Supreme Court. How in what universe should there not be ethics where Clarence Thomas has to recuse? His wife is involved. He was the only vote against trying to shield Trump from having to turn over documents on January 6th in the first place. He is compromised. And it's not just I agree with you on the Clarence Thomas front, but they had an opportunity to um, put themselves under a code of ethics, and they absolutely refuse to do it. We see this 14-page, you know, uh, ethics rules that they issued. It's a pamphlet of suggestions. It says the Supreme Court justices shouldn't engage in misconduct, but it's fine if they do because there is no enforcement mechanism, and we're not telling them they can't. We're just telling them they shouldn't. Well, of course, they will continue. The Alitos and the Thomases of the bench will continue to engage in misconduct. Yeah. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options 
options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com slash liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com slash liberal50 for 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So um, I believe we were quoting another legal expert who said that Giuliani's uh, defense strategy was the worst possible (laughs) defense strategy ever invented by the human mind. Um, I mean, it it just I I think it's going to be today, don't you? And it sounds like it's going to be a huge settlement, which it should be. Probably today I was in court watching some of the closing arguments yesterday. And I'll tell you, it's really hard to see Rudy Giuliani sitting not 15 feet away from Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman. You know, people whose lives he endangered, um, and that's Destroyed. putting it mildly. Yeah. And, you know, he's just shaking his head, and he's, you know, looking exasperated. And he's got his laptop in front of him, and he's, like, pointing his crooked little finger on the screen. <laughs> and the whole thing is just ugly. While the plaintiff's lawyer, Ruby and Shay's lawyer, is arguing directly to the jury, after Rudy Giuliani agreed in writing in a court filing, it's called stipulating, that he lied about and defamed these two women, he went out and did it 20 more times, including on the courthouse steps. Steph, he, on the courthouse steps, yeah. he said they lied and they were basically um, converting, changing votes. That is like somebody who's on trial for robbery robbing somebody when they leave the courthouse, yep. right? I quoted you yesterday on that, yeah. yeah. I mean... and, and, and I'm telling you, this jury, I watch them, they're very attentive, and they are going to bang him out financially. You know, I think it's going to be millions and millions and millions of dollars, both in compensatory damages to try to make them whole and punitive damages to try to send the message that this is not what you can do to our election workers. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, you're right. It's important for so many reasons. Um, yeah. By the way, you just said 2024 is do or die for democracy. Let's roll. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what in a way all of these stories are about. Um, so let's talk about um, the other thing the Supreme Court's deciding on. Right. Is this the, the thing that could undo, you know, some rioters, you know, yeah. I- including Donald Trump? Is that anything of concern to you? It's a concern. They're taking up whether what went on on January 6th constitutes obstruction of a congressional proceeding, an official proceeding. By my reading of the statute and by almost all of the judges who have decided this issue, it absolutely does. I hope this isn't a way for the Supreme Court to kind of undermine things against Trump without looking like they're directly undermining things against Trump. But here's the good news, Steph. Um, There are still plenty of viable criminal charges against Trump. So in the worst case scenario, if the Supreme Court says that's not a good charge, 
First of all, that will result in a resentencing of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of J6 defendants who were convicted of that count. That is a real heavy lift for the Department of Justice. And but but it will leave the Trump prosecution largely unaffected because they'll just have to get rid of any impacted charge and go to trial on the remaining charges. So ultimately, we're going to be fine. Yeah. I just hope the Supreme Court gets this right. Yeah. And what do you have an expectation of time frame? I mean, we had Jill Weinbanks on yesterday, who obviously everyone's citing the Nixon uh, precedent about how quickly the Supreme Court moved on that. And yeah, if, Nixon, if, if anything was, is in the national interest, it's finding out if, you know, we're about to put an insurrectionist back in the Oval Office, right? Yes. And Nixon was four months from the time the subpoena for the tapes was issued until the time the Supreme Court it went all the way through the system, yeah. all the way up the chain until the Supreme Court said unanimously, uh, no, Richard, you are subject to criminal process, including complying with subpoenas and criminal investigations. They didn't rule on the absolute immunity issue, but it seemed to be headed in that direction. And they did it quickly. Here's the thing. I believe they when called Jack him Dick, Smith, but I, that's the only way I'll, I'll oh, disagree with it. you. No, Miller. Dick. He's, they said no, Dick. Sorry. No, Richard. I, I used a nice, uh, oh, I didn't use well. his nickname. Um, <laughs> so, um, so here's the thing. When Jack Smith filed this extraordinary petition to try to get the Supreme Court to take the case and leapfrog it over the appellate court, um, the Supreme Court answered instantly. And the appellate court answered instantly his request to accelerate it in that court. It's on both tracks. And we don't know when the music's going to stop and in which chair Trump will be made to sit down figuratively. But here's the good news. By all accounts, both courts, both the D.C. Federal Circuit Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court absolutely seem to appreciate the urgency of the moment in the way they've been ruling um, on whether to take these cases. So I think that's a good sign. I think the March 4 trial date is still likely I'm not going to say it's very likely, but it's likely. But if if the trial date slips, Steph, it'll only be a month or six weeks, and we're still going to get our conviction of Donald Trump for the crimes he committed well in advance of the 2024 election. Holy holy smokes, I hope so, by the skin of our teeth. Um, By the way, uh, Jill said they actually did try this in Nixon's day. They tried to say we have to start with it's the summer. We can't possibly work over the summer. And I I said, did they cite Alice Cooper that school's out? Because you talked about them (laughs) citing the Grinch. Yeah. (laughs) You said Trump's lawyers file absurd, unprofessional motion in J6 case claiming Jack Smith is the Grinch. They actually quoted. Now, has anyone, did anyone ever quote I am uh, Sam I am? Or anything? Somebody, I did hear some commentary on Sam. I am. I also like Green Eggs and Ham. Hears the, Horton, Horton hears, hears a who? Coup. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, Horton hears the coup. A coup. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Wow. Everybody just quit today. Quit Twitter. Quit everything. Glenn Thank Kirshner you and wins. Glenn Kirshner wins. Horton hears the coup. Yes, for the win. Nothing but net. <laughs> Uh, you're hanging around the sexy liberals too much. You're getting too funny. <laughs> yeah. You're taking our jobs. <laughs> um, Y'all are corrupting me, Steph. You're corrupting me. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now, Glenn, I know you're a dad. Could I have some apology music? All I right. gotta say, it is kind of hilarious. You've read these, right? The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has obtained copies of the apology letters <laughs> written by the defendants who struck, struck God. Yeah. Please, in uh, Georgia, bail bondsman Scott Hall, Ken Cheeseboro, uh, Sidney Powell, at least Scott Hall, because I know we all have had Scott to, Hall actually had to write or make, or make yeah. our kids write, and you yeah, write an apology right. letter for what you did. To the citizens of Georgia, I owe you an apology. This one, Scott Hall, at least he typed it out. Uh-huh. Okay. This, I love that, I don't, Ken Chesper, I think, scrawled this on a c- cocktail napkin. I apologize to the citizens of the state of Georgia and Fulton County for my involvement. <laughs> Sidney Powell, it was even shorter. I apologize for my actions and connections with the events in Coffee County. There's like the shortest possible... Like, remember, yeah. you would make your kids write even a longer one than yeah. that. Like, no. And, and, and you know what? They are actually at risk of being sentenced to standing in the corner and going back to their <laughs> office without dinner. So, yeah. <laughs> but it really is like, you know, know, your mom would go, no, you need to say exactly what you did and why you're sorry. It's yeah. just like, this was like one line, yeah. right? I apologize. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is... Yeah. And it tells you everything you need to know about those people. You know, the only reason they have, in theory, accepted responsibility by pleading guilty is because they're trying to save their own skin, right? They're trying to keep themselves out of prison. That's the only reason we're hearing anything from these people. I haven't seen a single ounce of actual remorse yeah. for them trying to, yeah. you know, run roughshod over the voters of Georgia. So, but you know what? We will take cooperating witnesses, flippers, in any way we can get them. That's for you, Glenn. Um, <laughs> one last one. Uh, prosecutors in Michigan will present their case Wednesday against 15 state Republicans charged for acting as false electors for Trump. The charges against the accused false electors were announced by uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel there in Michigan. So, you know, we've heard all these ridiculous excuses. Ron Johnson went on TV and said, like, oh, everybody has had fake elect. Democrats have done it, too. And, no. you know, Caitlin Collins, was it? Was like, yeah. what? Show me where. Yeah. <laughs> Show me like, on the doll. They just keep trying to do both sides do it, right? And this is absolutely not both sides do it. Yeah, and the good news is more and more states are bringing charges against these fake electors. Mm-hmm. And I think these are prosecutions that could have been brought earlier but they're pretty dang timely as we are in the run-up to the next big election let the states send the message that if you pull this nonsense again you're going to be prosecuted so these are important prosecutions just for the deterrent value and the message that they are sending just to end here because i I always go along with you because um but anyway (laughs) (laughs) for all of us that wanted glenn kirshner to be attorney general what do you as a former prosecutor what do you think mayor garland's feeling right now do you feel like he feels like that like oh damn i overcorrected to to not politicize the doj and now we're on the verge of fascism in america you know, listen, I always was somebody who could learn from his mistakes, particularly when I was prosecuting cases, trying cases that I can promise you. I made mistakes in every case I prosecuted, but I'd like to think I, I learned from them. I hope Merrick Garland is listening to the criticism from reasonable voices. Yeah. He is watching how things have not gotten better, but in many ways they've gotten worse because folks like Jim Jordan have not been held accountable for their crimes. So I hope he is learning that appeasement is probably not the best approach when it comes to people 
committing democracy-busting crimes. And I hope we begin to see the Department of Justice go a little bit harder after saving our democracy. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, Glenn, you're, we won't see you next week. I'll, we'll be here, but you'll be uh, off holidaying. So we'll see you in the new year. Yeah, I'll see you in the new year. Have a great holiday you season, too. everybody. Have Happy New Year's, and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you after the first. All yep. right. Merry All right. Christmas. Hanukkah. See you next year. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Hanukkah. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>